0: Sadie Get in here girl Sadie Good girl That's me, Emily Miles Calling for my dog, Sadie, at 5.30 in the morning I let her out and put food in her bowl for years Before moving to Bloomington for school And coming home for spring break Threw me back into the same routine I can't imagine home without her For Trampas Walden, mornings without his dog have become the new routine, but that doesn't mean he doesn't think about Levi every day.
1: Yeah, every every day. I mean, I don't ever forget him. Yeah. Uh, first thing I do in the mornings now is I go, I go to work, I open up, I open up a computer or whatever, and I look at my emails to see if anyone has, you know, see if I've got anything from anyone. Uh, then I do a like I'll do a Craigslist search, um, and I'll do it, look in the newspapers, and then mm-hmm. I start work. So that's what I do every day. It
0: all started about 15 months ago when Walden came home from work.
1: I came home from work, and that day, for some reason, just he's kind of like the mascot at the golf course I work at. But he, it was cold. December 19th, uh, it was 2014, he he didn't go to work with me that day. So anyway, afterwards, we decided to go take a walk with our uh, other dog, Allie, at, uh, I do not remember what it's called right now, Litter Springs Nature Park. It's an old reservoir for the town. And uh, so we were just walking, and we were probably down a trail maybe 100 yards, and uh, he got on the scent of something, which he normally would do, but he would stay within, he would stop. I mean, he would stop chasing the scent or whatever. When he got really far, he couldn't see us. Um, He always stayed within eyesight, Um, and that day, for some reason, he did not. I did hear him barking a little in the distance, but I don't think it was very far off, and that was it. I haven't seen him since. Well, I didn't leave the park that night until about eleven thirty that night. Um, I called my wife, and our neighbors was out. A couple of them. My my dad came out. My brother. Uh, we just searched the park. Now I primarily stayed at the park entrance and searched that area, um, you know, in case someone, in case someone had found him uh, anyway. And we decided that about eleven thirty that it was really pretty cold and he needed to find shelter if he were out there so that I we should stop calling for him and and looking for him so I got up the next morning and that was it was a Friday when he when he became missing got up the next morning and and right away at daylight started searching the park area uh, neighbor's houses around the park area Um, I took a couple weeks off vacation immediately and started searching uh, you know, day and night, um, just I, anyone I could get the search, I did that. We, uh, I put ads in the newspaper, I had flyers out, posted in different places. We put, we put flyers in paper boxes, um, uh, just did a lot of driving, a lot of walking. You know, the first couple of weeks, that's what we did.
0: Even on Christmas, less than a week after Levi went missing, That's what Walden did.
1: Like during Christmas time, I was my son came over and his wife, and I was I was not there. I mean, I was not mentally there. And I was afterwards. I was I left that night after I had spent a couple hours with him. I went searching for Levi, and they were just you know pretty upset about that and thought I shouldn't.
0: Could you talk a little bit about your experience with how the people you know have reacted um, to your sort of tireless search?
1: Yeah, it seems like the people that that I know the most seem to not understand it. They say, just a dog. You can get another dog. Or people I don't know, I get emails and phone calls and texts from people occasionally that, that seem to understand. They're very sympathetic, uh, uh, just just really understanding. You know, I, I do appreciate that. At least it makes me feel a little better that there's somebody else out there that cares for their animals and understands. But it really bothers me that people, some of the people I know, do not, you know, don't understand and kind of look at me almost like I'm a freak.
0: And what has propelled you to to not stop looking?
1: because I love this dog. He's my son. He's just like, I mean, he's a dog, but he's my child, and you know, um, I just care about him.
0: And Walden's search went beyond his own intuition when he began reaching out to people with psychic abilities.
1: I talked to three different, I don't think they called themselves psychics, but that kind kind (laughs) of person. One lady claimed her background is in animal recovery um she said levi's alive he is northeast of the park entrance somewhere up to two and a half miles out but she said she was he was probably at about a mile and a half stayed in a house a two-story farmhouse with two kids a boy and a girl Somewhere around 10 years old, and the man drove some kind of a white vehicle. That's about all she could tell me, but that was enough that we drove and searched, and you know, I mean, their house. Oh, there was a silo and a barn at this location as well. So every house had a silo and a barn, or you know, I was either sending sending information to knock on their door, or someone else would knock on their door, or you know, we would just watch it and watch it and watch it if we couldn't get hold of anyone. And I still actually, just last week, I found another house that I didn't know about that was kind of northeast, kind of stretching, but it was northeast, so I checked on that. Um, then there was another lady that, uh, matter of fact, she didn't really want to do it. She said, this is not something I generally do, uh, but I, you know, I somehow convinced her to do it. And without any information other than, his name's Levi, and he's missing. And this is kind of what got me, is she said he died. She said he was killed by a hunter on accident, at the park. But she doesn't know where he is. I kind of felt like possibly that's what could have happened to him, anyway.
0: What do you hope for um, f- as a as a sort of result of your searching?
1: Well, I mean, I hope bring him home. Hope he come home. But my my biggest fear is not that he died. I mean, if he died, he died having fun. You know, I tried to give him a good life. Um, we we're just kind of I don't know inseparable, I guess. Uh, we went everywhere together. Most usually if he couldn't go, I didn't go. There are fr- a few stores in town that will allow dogs, so I would go there just specifically because he could go inside. Right. We would go jogging together, bicycle riding trails. He loved to go just, you know, anywhere like that where we could run. and.
0: Walden even attached a box to the side of his motorcycle so that Levi could enjoy the open road. Um, do you still ride your motorcycle?
1: Uh, I ride it, but not very often. I don't know. It just doesn't feel, I can't can't describe it right now, Um, but it just just feels wrong. But I'm worried that someone found him and that he's somewhere not happy or not being taken care of. I mean, that's what I really worry about. I want to find him one way or another. I mean, if someone else has him, you know, unless he wants to stay with him and it's a better situation than it was with, you know, with us, then he's coming home. If he died, then, you know, I I will move on, but, but, you know, I have to know something one way or another.
0: If you know anything one way or another, please do not hesitate to contact me at elmiles at iu.edu or Walden at 812-325-5264. This is Emily Miles with American Student Radio.